Psalm 116, verses 3 and 4. I, I have to preach today. We, we just got a sermon and song. Be clear. That's the only name that really matters. But I have to preach today. Psalm 116, verse 3 through 4 out of the King James Version reads like this. The sorrows of death compassed me, and the pains of hell got hold upon me. I found trouble and sorrow. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Message Bible, verse 3 and 4 reads like this, Psalm 116. Death stared me in the face. Hell was hard on my heels. Up against it, I didn't know which way to turn. Then I called out to God for help. Please, God, I cried, save my life. Key verse, verse 3, death stared me in the face. Hell was hard on my heels. Up against it, I didn't know which way to turn title of our message today is when you don't know which way to turn thank you, you may be seated look at your neighbor beside you and say I've been there I've been there I've been there somebody say I'm there right now I'm there right now <laughs> what do you do when you don't know which way to turn there's a book written by Howard Thurman yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord <laughs> You don't tell God how to move. Some of us have been there before where you didn't know which way to turn. And uh, the Lord wanted me to preach this today because Thanksgiving is coming up and some of us feel as if 
Thanksgiving is happening just way too soon. It's just too soon for Thanksgiving. And the news we see in the media doesn't reflect the joviality that we should feel for Thanksgiving. What happens when the world doesn't match the holiday? And um, we're trying to force Thanksgiving when people really are faced with tragedy upon tragedies. Sometimes life is hard like that. And in that book by Howard Washington Thurman, it's entitled Jesus and the Disinherited. It's the book, actually, that's still in print. Martin Luther King Jr. would keep that book on his person at all times. He traveled the world with that book, Jesus and the Disinherited, written by Howard Washington Thurman, 1923 graduate of Morehouse College. He wrote the book because he was trying to help African-Americans in particular find some similarities and symmetry between their existence in the world and the Jesus that they served. And you do not have a high priest that cannot be touched with the feelings of your infirmities. But at all points, Jesus was tempted like we are. And even more particularly, we have a savior that knows what it feels like to suffer. We have a savior that understands what it feels like to be the marginalized, oppressed group in a society. The book, the very title, Jesus and the Disinherited. Those who are disinherited were not bequeathed or willed the privileges of riches and royalty from ancestors, but they were pushed to the margins of society. When you think about a piece of paper, the margins, you see how large the center of the page is. We were, we were decentralized as a people and pushed to the margins of society. And he wrote that book to talk about the fact that many times no preachers, he wrote the book in the 40s, no preacher, Howard Thurman argued, would preach to the people with their backs against the wall. He literally opens up the book saying so few sermons address the needs and the pain of the people whose backs are pressed against the wall. And truthfully, no matter how well you dressed yourself up to get to church, some of you today are, are feeling what it feels like to have life close in on you and your back be against the wall so much so you don't know which way to turn. And that's why I appreciate the 116th Psalm. Ironically, this was one of my home pastor's favorite Psalms, favorite scriptures, 116, because Psalm 113 to 118 are the Halil Psalms. Let the church say Halil. That word spelled H-A-L-L-E-L. Halil simply means praise. And Jewish, in, out of Jewish history, the Halil Psalms were customarily sung before Passover meals and after Passover meals. When you see Jesus' last supper in the book of Matthew around chapter 26, chapter 27, it says that Jesus left out singing a hymn. Why was he doing that? Because Jesus was a disinherited Jew, and that was a part of the custom. They sing hymns after the Last Supper, in which our Last Supper really is a recapitulation of the Jewish Passover meal. He left out singing a hymn, and scholars contend one of those hymns were probably Psalm 113, or between Psalm 113 and Psalm 118. And so when we dive into this text today, watch this, we are diving into the praise psalms, but Psalm 116 is called by Charles Swindle, one of the Old Testament preachers and scholars of the white evangelical churches. Uh, Charles Swindle calls this uh, the psalm that depicts the grind of grief and sorrow. 
This psalm speaks to grief and sorrow, but it's in the middle of the praise psalms. The irony, the irony and the tension for me is, what is grief and sorrow doing in the middle of praise? Because too often in our Christian faith, we make no space to grieve and feel sorrow. So we try to praise our way through things when truthfully we have to learn to be honest that even in the middle of your praise, it's okay to admit I feel pain. This psalm comes out of the Jewish community and is tailored to teach us what we do when our backs are against the wall and what you do when you don't know what to do next. Am I talking to somebody already? Is there anybody in fellowship online that can say, Preacher, I could take the mic from here and preach the rest of this here sermon because I've been there before when I didn't know which way to go. I didn't know who to call next. I didn't know where to apply next. You were in between seasons. You were waiting on God to reveal something to you. Well, this is your message today with the few minutes I have left. Number one, check this out. When you don't know which way to turn, I appreciate the authenticity of the scripture today because verse three teaches us, number one, You've got to sit with the facts about your painful ex existence. Tell somebody near you, sit with it. Sit with the facts about our painful existence. Message Bible says, verse 3, death stared me in the face. Hell was hard on my heels and up against it. I didn't know which way to go. And then I called onto the Lord for help. But sit with that. Death stared me in the face. Hell was hard on my heels. Some of your Bibles may say Sheol. Sheol was that place of nothingness. Hell does not just depict a fiery place that we go where the devil is, but in this text, Jewish ancestry, the, the understanding, the eschatological understanding of hell was not the same as it is today in this text. It was a place called Sheol. It was a place of utter nothingness. And, and what they're saying, death stared me in the face and I felt nothingness. I felt like I was about to sink into oblivion. I felt like I was about to sink into nothingness and I was running from becoming nothing and falling into nothing and nihilism and despair but I had death in front of me and it felt like Sheol, like pure hell was behind. Have you ever been between death and hell? But I appreciate the psalmist because at least the psalmist in this community is honest. I'm dealing with death all around me. The King James Version says, sorrows of death come past me and the pains of hell grab hold of me. And all I find is trouble and sorrow. And this week as I watched the news, my heart just kept breaking over and over again. Because every time I would get on social media, somebody was dying. And there was a 25-year-old who went to Cabo, Mexico named Shanquilla Robinson who was supposed to be out there with friends, supposed to be out there with friends, supposed to be with, out there with friends. And less than 24 hours of her being over there in Cabo, Mexico, her mother gets a call that she's died from alcohol poisoning. But then the autopsy report comes out days later and says this baby girl didn't die from alcohol poisoning. She had a severed spine and a broken neck. So the friends, the friends, the friends that she was supposed to go on a trip with the friends, that she, the friends, that she, the friends, the friends, the friends, you're going to get it in a minute. The friends that she's supposed to go on a trip with ended up assaulting her. One of the friends whooped her tail and the video is still circulating unfortunately as she is in a very vulnerable position we see one of her close girlfriends assaulting her and Shaquilla never fought back somewhere in that assault
assault, her spine was severed and her neck was broken and the friends lied to the parents saying she died from alcohol poisoning. What do you do when your friends are your killers? What do you do with the people I'm supposed to trust the most or the ones I got to watch the most? What happens when I got to be careful with the folks I call bro and sis and sweetie and, and putting? What happens when it's the people closest to you? I'm just compassed about with death. And then you leave that story and you go up to University of Virginia and three football players are killed by a former football player after they're returning from a class trip. And then I told you I couldn't be here for Robert Oliver's funeral because I had to go home to Atlanta. One of my childhood friends who should not be dead died at 30 and I had to sing at her funeral yesterday in Atlanta. Then Robert Oliver who is a young man full of life dies unfortunately because of complications of a seizure and while I'm trying to process my own friend who I grew up with 30 years old, I'm processing 20 year old deaths in Virginia and Cabo whose funeral was just yesterday. Shanquilla's was in Charlotte then Christopher Warlaw passes from complications of sickle cell and he's a young man and I have to listen to his wife on the phone wrestle with how do I be strong in my faith but also sit with the reality that I am now a widow in my 30s and they actually had a good marriage some of us wouldn't care but, but what happens when you actually got a good man who really has taken care of you and you've been taking care of him and your marriage, your love journey is seemingly cut short and then on top of death just come past us this week. And here we are getting ready for dressing and ain't feeling none of it. And then on top of that on Tuesday, Donald Duck, excuse me, Donald Trump announced that he's going to try to run again to do this time what he never did the last time and become the president of the United States and then there were murders and killings and Pope told me this morning about a LGBTQIA nightclub in Colorado Springs that was shot up it is a hate crime somebody intentionally went to this club to kill people that were a part of the LGBTQIA community and I blame the church for some of that hatred because it's us that started perpetuating that people who were different from us Sexually, did not deserve to be loved or treated as humans how you gonna go shoot up that club because you think that's a sin how you kill them in that club and ain't killed us in this church when all of if you killing folk because it's a sin how did they skip our houses this morning? How did they skip our church today? All have sinned. I'm surrounded and compassed about. We live in an evil world. We live in a wicked world. We're watching young people with no ambitions throw their lives away and snuff out lives with guns as if the person on the other end of that gun does not even matter. And when you see all of this, if you're not careful, you will have a mental, emotional, and spiritual breakdown. If you don't be human and just sit with the facts that sometimes life is painful who in this room can be honest with the preacher today and say preacher I know what you're talking about it hurts sometimes and aren't you glad that when we come to church we don't have to play Halloween aren't you glad we can drop the mask up in here and tell the Lord it's me oh Lord it's my, it's my family it's my son it's my daughter standing in the need of prayer I'm glad that God gives us capacity and gives us spiritual space to just sit with our sadness sit with the grief don't try to run through it sit with it 
live in your verse 3 so you can see your verse 4. Sometimes we so spiritual we killing ourselves. We so deep we shallow. We just trying to over spiritualize things. Dr. Love calls it spiritual bypassing. At some point you got to be honest my heart is broken. Yeah I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to move on. I'm going to sing my Beyonce songs in a minute but right now can I admit I'm hurting. Yeah I believe God going to bless me with a new job but can I admit right now that I'm a little disillusioned by the fact that people I've been good to for all these years just let me go like I was a thing and not a person. Yeah I'm going to come back to church one day but can you give me space to deal with the fact I have been hurt by people at that church people have crossed me and said things and done things that actually where are my real saints because some of y'all especially this section acting funny today where are the real saints up in here look down your row say sit with it you cannot heal what you won't reveal death as compassed about me hell and Sheol is behind me and I have to sit with the facts that sometimes life absolutely hurts why you keep fighting back tears you lost your mama this year you lost a loved one this year why you fighting back tears of course Thanksgiving don't feel the same it's some it's gonna be some seats empty it's okay why you fight to, you, you you get emotional you say, I'm sorry I'm sorry why are you apologizing for being human there's healing in your tears. Sit with your verse 3 so God can take you to some new verses. You got to sit with the facts. about our, it's, it's so much going on in the world now. I almost can't watch the news. Sit with the facts of our painful existence. But then God didn't want me to just tell you that. God wanted me to tell you, but stand in the truth about God's faithful presence. Stand in the truth. About God's faithful presence. I didn't know which way to go. Psalmist writes. So then I called out to the Lord for help. Please God. I cried out. Save my life. And guess what the psalmist says next. If you don't get happy. I'm sorry for you. Verse 5. God is gracious. It is he who makes things right. Our most compassionate God. King James Version says he's a merciful God. Keep on reading verse 6. God takes the side of those who are helpless. This is my line right here. And when I was at the end of my rope, he saved me. Yeah, I'm going to sit with the facts about my painful experience. But here's what I'm going to do. Next. I'm going to stand up in the truth of God's faithful presence. We see at least five things God does in verse 5 and verse 6. What does he do? He's gracious. He makes things right. He's a compassionate God. He takes the side of those who are disinherited and helpless. He, and then he saved me. Church folk don't know in the shout. When I start thinking about who God has been, I have to sit in the facts. But then I shift because I stand up in the truth. And you do know there's a difference between facts and truth. The fact is they saw cancer. The truth is, by his stripes, I'm already healed. The fact is, you lost your job. The truth is, and my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. The facts are, I don't want to see some of my family members this Thanksgiving, and I hope some of them don't show up. The truth is, no weapon. I wish y'all to help me. Formed against me. 
shall be able to. The fact is, I do have some real enemies and some real haters, but the truth is, fret not yourself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious of workers of iniquity, because the Bible says they'll soon be cut down. The truth is, sometimes my money gets low, but the fact is, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. So I came to pull somebody out of a pit today. I came to pull somebody out of a hole today. Yeah, you may sit with the facts, but when you get back up on your feet, grab some of the truth. Look down your row and holler at somebody that look like they have sleep. Say, get up. You will not die in this season. Look at them and say, get up. Depression is not the end of your story. Tell them, get up. I know you're tired, but God has been too good to you for you to look that back. Get up. You may have to sit with the facts. But after I sit with the facts, I'm going to start reflecting. I'm going to get my equilibrium. And I'm going to stand up in the truth that my God is gracious. Just find a word to put in there. I'm going to say God is blank. And you tell your neighbor whatever God is to you. God is blank. A healer. A mama. A doctor. A keeper. A way maker. Light. Salvation. Redeem. Whatever you need him to be. Y'all excuse me. He's the I am that I am. Look up! Look up! Yeah, you got to sit with the facts of verse 3. But you got to stand in the truth in verse 4, 5, 6. Oh yeah, you got to stand up. You got to get up. You got to look up. That's why the psalmist said in Psalm 121, I will. You keep looking down if you want to, but I will lift up my eyes. I got to go. To the hills. And we say that verse wrong all the time. It's not a statement. It's a question. Where does my help come from? Because my help sure don't come from Capitol Hill or any hill in America. My help. I said my help. Tell somebody around you. My help comes from the Lord. Lift up your head. Oh ye gates. Be ye lifted up. Ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Now I got another question. Who is the king of glory? The Lord. Mighty in battle. That's what I'm trying to tell you today. Look at your name and say, look up, look up, look up. I know you lost some people, but look up. I know you're a little tired today, but look up. I know your heart's heavy today, but look up. I know your money look funny, but look up. Sit in the facts, but stand in the truth so you can sleep in your memories. Oh, yeah, there it is. I'm going to sit with the facts. My painful exists. I'm going to stand in the truth of God's faithful presence. But I'm going to sleep with the memories of a powerful reassurance. Oh, y'all, this is about to get good to me. Let me warn you right now. Verse 7 and 8, put it on the screen. There it is, Message Bible. The psalmist said, I said to myself. Can I give y'all a little secret to make it through the holidays? You better learn how to talk to yourself. 
Matter of fact, if, for those of you who still have a house phone, every now and then you ought to get your cell phone and call the house phone and just say, hey, you, is that me? It's me. How you doing? I'm good. You all right? What you doing tonight? Nothing? You bit No. Can I take you out? Yeah, where we going? And I said to myself, come on, read it with me. Relax and rest. How you going to relax and rest? Because God has showered you with blessings. So, you've been rescued from death. I, you've been rescued from tears. Foot. You've been kept from stumbling. So, I'm going to sit with the facts. I'm going to stand in the truth. But when it comes time to go to sleep, I'm going to sleep tonight. And I'm going to tell myself two words. Rest. Relax. Because I got some memories of if he's done it before, he can do it again. Same God right now is the same God back then. And I preach to some people that got some memories. I was listening to a song the other day called Back Down Memory Lane. Every, every, every. You ought to put in your GPS. Every now and then, you ought to put in the GPS memory lane. And go down your memory bank of all the things God has already done for you. I only got two more minutes to preach, so help this little black preacher from Georgia close the sermon and reach over and grab your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, I don't know about you, but when you go to sleep tonight, remember how many times he blessed your life. Remember how many times he kept you from falling. Remember how many tears he wiped off your face tell him remember how many doors he's opened for you don't let that hand go use hand sanitizer later and tell him tonight when you go to bed say to yourself now I lay me down to sleep I pray the Lord my soul to keep if I should die before I wake I pray the Lord my soul he'll take up is there anybody that has some memories that help you rest at night this ain't the first time you've been sick this ain't the first time you've been broke this ain't the first time you met a liar this ain't the first time you've been betrayed. This ain't the first time you had mess in the family. This ain't the first time you had somebody you love pass. And if God kept you before, I just need 20 and I'll make 21 to wave their hands on the ship and on the virtual ship and holler, it ain't no secret what God can do, what he's done for others. He'll do the same thing for you. I am blessed, I am kept, 
I am showered. I am delivered. I am rescued. He's already done so much. So the days ahead may be dreary. The days ahead may be unknown. But when I look back over my life and think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed. I got a testimony. High five three people and tell them rest and relax. The Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want rest and relax. Surely goodness and mercy are going to follow me all the days of my life. When you don't know where to turn, rest and relax. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time, I'm sorry, shall not compare to the glory that shall be revealed. Rest and relax because the God of all grace who has called you into his eternal glory in Christ Jesus that after you have suffered a little while shall establish you, strengthen you, settle you, perfect you. Tell somebody rest and relax. Weeping may Tell one more person, sit in the facts, stand in the truth, but sleep with your memories. Anybody remember that God's been good to you? I got to quit. But anybody remember that God's already been good to you? I said, does anybody, any women, any men, any millennials, any teenagers, any season saint anybody can throw your hands up and tell god thank you for showering me i'm done i'm done so when i think of the goodness of jesus and i Let's kick this Thanksgiving week off right and take a few minutes and praise him not for where you are. Praise him in spite of the facts. Praise him because you got the truth. Praise him because he's been good to you. He's already done more than you ever expected. Now under him, Praise them however you want to. And tell that person beside you, please scoot over. Because the more I think, the happy I'm about to get. The more I think, the happy I'm about to get. The more I think, the happier I get. Can I get 10 seconds?
can I get 10 seconds? Can we praise him? Like we're down in Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina. Can we praise him? Like he's been good to you. Put those hands together. This praise ain't for everybody, cause some of y'all lost your memory. But if you remember, Anybody know he kept you by yourself, struggling and nobody even knew it, had COVID and nobody even knew it, got depressed and nobody even knew it, nobody but Jesus, nobody but Jesus. Y'all keep on playing. I don't play church when I think about how God has been you praise them or you don't but get out of my way while I give them a thanksgiving party. paid all these bills healed all these sicknesses blocked so many attacks kept me in my right mind took care of my haters and I didn't have to say a word fought battles for me some power up here. I wish I had some power around me. I want to shout with a testimony. I'm a praiser with a testimony. Yes! You said, neighbor, can you do me a favor? This next praise, can you shout for me? I am the miracle. I am the testimony. Just praise him for me. You won't even know what I've been through. But just tell him thank you for helping me survive 100% of everything that came.
Praise Him in the sanctuary. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His excellence. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him with the temple and the dance. Praise Him with the sultry and the harp. Praise Him with the string instruments. Praise Him with the loud sounding cymbal. Let everything, let everything. I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. Let everything. We got to go to God.
It's a miracle I'm alive. It's a miracle I'm even alive. It, it, it. Holla at your boy. It's a miracle. Forgive me. And I'm sorry if you don't feel the presence of the Lord. But the Lord has been in this church for a minute now. And he'll do it again. He'll heal again. He'll answer another prayer again. Reach them hands up and have that's God. Have your have your have your ask. final say and he's working it out for your good so when you lose your way remember God has the final say and he's working it out for your that's it that's the whole song Chicago Mass Choir they would say so when you lose your way come on let me hear you remember God has the final say and he's working it out for your good Come on, lift those hands and put your focus on God and say, so win. So Remember God. Remember God has the final say. Come on, tell him I trust you this morning. He's working me Come on, every hand lifted in a position of surrender and say, so win, you lose. So win, you lose away. Remember God. Remember God has the final say. For your good. One more time. One more time. One more time. Surrender in His presence this morning, and just say, "So when you lose, so when you lose your way, remember God. Remember God has the final say. Working it out." What's he doing? What's he doing, fellowship? What's he doing, fellowship? What is God doing this morning? Working it out. Working it out. That's why you can rest and relax. Because God is working it out. Working it out. 
working it out. He's working it out. He's working it out. Working it out for your good. Come on, come on. Sing it with some power. Say he's working it out. Working it out for your good. Anybody believe that this morning that all things still work together? He's working it out. Working it out for your good. Well, of the church are open if you need Christ come on shake my hand if you need a church home come on shake my hand if you need to make some changes in your life come on shake my hand if that's you today come on come on come on come on I'm waiting on you I'm waiting on you while the spirit is moving if you're in the balcony if you're in the back oh man woman boy or girl I know somebody's here that needs to come to Christ today come on come on come on come on come on we welcome you we welcome you welcome home come on who else is it who else is it who else is it? Who else is it? Who else is it? Who else is it? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on out the balcony and walk down. Come on, my brother. Welcome, welcome home. Welcome home. That's right. That's all right. Yeah. Today he can work some stuff out. Today he can. Come on, anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on. Come on, come on. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on. God bless you. Come on, my brother and my sister. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home, my brother. Welcome home, my brother. Welcome home. Anybody else? Come on, come on. He is working out for my good. God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome home. Welcome home. He's working it out. Bless you, sir. Bless you. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. He's working it out. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome. Come on. Anybody else need to come? Anybody else? I believe there may be some people downstairs. If they are, come on up. Anybody else need to come? Come on. Come on, say, he's working it out. I can't hear the tenors. I can't hear the tenors. Come on, let me hear you say, he's working it out. Come on, give me some soprano. Come on, sopranos. Let me hear y'all say, he's working it out. Come on, everybody say he's working it out. Working it out. Come on, I see some more people coming. Come on, I see some more folk coming. I see some more people coming. Come on, say he's working it out. Working it out. Come on, brother. 
Come on, my sister. Welcome home, family. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home, little man. Say it one more time. With everything you got, say he's working it out. He's working it out. So when you lose your way, remember God as the final say, and He's working it out. Don't you forget that one for your good. You got to sit with the facts, stand in the truth. But when I lay down to sleep tonight, is all I'm gonna say. So when I lose my way, I remember God has. The final say, and he's in the midnight hour working it out. Tomorrow at work working it out. In my family working it out. On my job working it out. With my children working it out. With my health working it out. Everywhere I look, he's working it out. Still saving, still healing, still keeping, protecting. Every day of my life, every day of my life, every day, every day, he is, he is, he is. Bless you, man. Welcome home. Welcome home, my brother. Welcome home, my brother. Are you coming? Are you brought him. Working it out. Hey. Anybody else need to come? I was about to rush, but look at God still sending them. Working it out. Working it out for your good. Working it out Hallelujah. Bless you. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. One came this morning, so two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen have come today. Can we thank God for fourteen souls? Look at God. I said, can we thank God for 14 souls? Not just people, thank God for their soul. Yes, 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 yes. Good to see y'all. Yeah, yeah. We're we going to get the message in the most in a minute, but the Lord is sending some messages right now without the mimosa. Yes, he is. Some more need to come. And you were praying I was gonna move on. I ain't. I'm waiting on you. You need to kick this Thanksgiving off season the right way. 
So who am I waiting on? You sitting there saying, man, I want to walk with us a lot of people. It's going to be a lot of people in heaven and hell. Get over it. So just come on and get right with the Lord who's able to keep you, shower you, rescue you, save you. Who am I waiting on? I feel just, a, I don't know who it is. I don't play about this stuff right here. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on, my brother. Come on, my brother. God bless you, man. God bless you. You made a good decision today. Yes. Anybody else coming? Uh-huh, because I, I ain't want to say it, but I believe 20 are coming before the day is over. So that's 15, 16, 17. Come on, shake my hand, my sister and my brother. That's 17. So where are the three more that I'm waiting on? Well, bless you. You're cute. God bless you. We got a few cues at this church. That's 18. Uh-huh, just two more. Waiting on you. Maybe more than that. I'm waiting on you, so that's 18. Uh-huh, come on, 19 and 20. Come on, 19 and 20. Bless you. God bless you. Today's your birthday. Lord, wow. You're going to have a birthday on top of a birthday. You're going to have two birthdays on the same day. Now, where's 19 and 20? Y'all, come on. I got to go get me a mimosa. 19, come on. Where's 20? Come on. I'm telling I saw it in my head, but I said, I ain't trying to bother the people of God today. God bless you. Welcome home. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's so good to see you. Where's my last person coming? Come on. Where's my last person coming? Uh-huh. Because it's already there. You just needed a push. Come on. Come on. Come on. You may not be the last one. That's not how the Lord works. It's always an overflow. Bless your brother. Ah, uh, that's 20. You coming with him? You already remember? Is that your son? Look at God. Somebody shout for this mama's boy. Come on, shout for this mama's son getting saved today. I know that's right. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm trying to hold it together. Yes, sir. Overflow, come on. It's always all right. It don't have to be 20. Somebody else may need to come. But can we thank God for the 20 who've responded between the 8 o'clock and the 11? And that's just in the room. We don't know who joined and connected online. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Listen, I thank God for you. The Spirit had to touch your heart for you to make a move like this. I'm honored to be your new pastor, your Christian brother on the journey of life. And I'm excited about what God is about to do. For all of you, if you have your personal items, purse, I want to encourage you to grab that real quick. Go grab it, unless you trust the person you left it with. But if you don't know them like that, don't do that. Yeah, you go on to your seat. I see you. She said, I don't know none of them people I was sitting with. Somebody else coming from the overflow, from the back. Didn't I say it was going to be an overflow? The Lord moves like that more than we ever expect. What's your name? Maya, where were you sitting? In the balcony? In the back? I'm so glad you walked down here. Look, you, you, you took a minute to wrestle with that thing, but you're glad you walked. I'm glad you did too. Y'all say, hey, Maya. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
if y'all would follow our touch first touch ministry at this time they're going to get some information to you and from you fellowship get real real loud let's thank god for our new 21 members and christian friends on the journey of life come on y'all this don't take it lightly thank you god bless you welcome 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 we even had a cue that got saved today i know god is moving Amen. Somebody give God praise for the word that's been released in this house today. Say it with me. Sit in my facts. Stand in the truth. Sleep with my memory. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes. I speak against every person that's been losing sleep because of restless minds, intrusive thoughts, and your brain can't slow down enough for you to rest. I speak peace over your mind today. You will sleep better in the coming weeks and days than you have in a while. And the way you combat the enemy is when those intrusive thoughts come up, you start talking about what God has done for you. You start talking about who you are in God. When, when you hear some say, you're no good, you can't make it say, I can do all things through Christ I feel the Holy Ghost and I got to leave it alone because the enemy has been after some of y'all's minds but I speak in the name of Jesus that we through the power of the blood of Jesus will bring in captivity every thought that does not belong in our minds we got power to do that and be ye transformed by the renewing and thou will keep you I don't need no music for this. Thou will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind. The devil is a liar. You will not lose your mind in this month. You gonna live, have sanity, have peace, handle all your business with your good mind. Grab your head and say, rest and relax. Now praise him for what God said to you. Don't play with it. Praise him because God's going to keep you in your right mind. I know you've been through a lot. But God said, I didn't keep you alive for you to struggle your whole way through your life. You're going to live and enjoy this thing. Keep my mind, Holy Ghost. Touch your mind and say, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, come on, talk to me. Make your request. Come on, let me hear you. Known unto God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding shall guard your heart and your mind.
I wish I could lay hands on every mind in this church. But since I can't lay hands on your mind, lay hands on your own mind and say, devil, you are defeated. Holler, God, you are exalted. Then holler, I, come on, say it to yourself. I, I got the victory. I've got evidence. Come on, say, I, I, I've got confidence. I am victorious. I'm more than a conqueror. I am a conqueror. So may your struggles keep you near the cross. May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles, Lord have mercy, end the way they should. And may your bad days keep on proving that God is good. May your whole life Keep on proving that God is good. I lay hand on your mind. Peace is coming back to you. Strength is coming back to you. You will not be defeated by this season. Whatever's going on in your family, God said, I got that. You just smile and relax. I got your mind and I got your family. I got you. I got you covered. Y'all go home now. Go home. Go home. Go home. Go on home. Lift those hands to the Lord. The Lord has deposited a lot today because the Lord knows you've been going through a lot. And may you receive what the Spirit has poured into you today from your mind, your body, and your soul. Peace. I speak it, we receive it, and it is so. Peace, peace. As you go home and travel and move around this week, slow down. Do all things from a place of peace may your rest be sleep may your rest be sweet all this week in Jesus name amen have a great week I love you and there's nothing you can do about it whenever the Lord says peace 
there'll be peace. Bless you, bless you. Peace in your mind. Peace. Bless you. In your mind, peace. There's gonna be peace. In your family, peace. As you rest, peace. Mm. Peace. Peace to your soul. Yes, Lord. Peace. Bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Oh, peace. Bless you, bless you. Whenever, whenever the Lord says peace. How you doing? Y'all have a good week. There'll be peace. Thank you. I love you. Peace. Be still. Whenever the Lord says peace. Lord have mercy. Bless you. There'll be peace. Look at God. Bless you. Bless you, man. See you Tuesday. See you Thursday. Whenever the Lord says peace, bless you. Oh my, there'll be peace. Bless you. Bless you. Peace. I got you. Whenever the Lord says peace, bless you. Bless you. There'll be peace. What's up? Whenever the Lord says peace, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, yeah, peace, bless you, come on, one more time, whenever the Lord says peace, Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Have a good week.